What happens after we die? Today on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, Pastor Rick continues his series, Eternal Realities, Heaven and Hell. In these lessons, Rick shares what the Bible says about heaven and hell and how you can be absolutely certain you're going to heaven. This September, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part three of a message called, How to Be Certain You're Going to Heaven. Now look at this next verse. Since salvation is by grace, in other words, you don't earn it, then it is no longer by works. If it were by works, grace would no longer be grace. Do you know the difference between religion and salvation? I'm not talking about religion this morning. I don't care what religion you are. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. We're talking about salvation, God, what God did for man. You may be, I don't care what your background is, you may be Catholic, you may be Protestant, you may be Jewish, you may be a Muslim background, you may be Hindu or Buddhist or Baptist or Mormon or Methodist, it doesn't really matter to me what religion you are. Because it's not how you get to heaven. You see, you can summarize all religions in one word. It's the word do. It's just everybody has their own different to-do list. And one religion say you do these five things. Another one says, no, you do these 10 things. Another one says, no, you do these 15 things. Another one says, no, you do these 20 things. It's all about do. Do these things and then maybe God will like you. But the difference between religion and salvation, salvation is all based on the word done. It's already done for you. It is a gift. It's done for you. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he stretched out his hands and one of the last things he said was, it is is finished. Now he didn't say I'm finished because he wasn't. He, he was still alive, he had a lot more to do. He's still alive, I just talked to him a few minutes ago. He said, it is finished. What does that mean? It means I've paid for all the bad things you've ever done. I've paid for all of the evil in the world. This is what Jesus was agonizing over before he went to the cross. If you saw the movie, The Passion, at the very start, Jesus is in this garden, he's praying the night before he goes to be crucified, and he's just in agony. Why? Not because of all of the physical torture he was gonna go through, although that was great. It's because he's gonna take all of the guilt of the world on himself. Now I feel bad enough just when I'm carrying my own guilt, much less yours. And Jesus said, I'm gonna take the guilt for the whole world. Every rape ever committed, I'm gonna take the guilt for it. Every murder, every committed, I'm gonna take the guilt for it. Every molestation, every wife abuse, every evil thought, every evil action, every betrayal, every adultery, every lie, every theft, I'm gonna take the guilt of the killing fields and the guilt of the Holocaust and the guilt of the genocide and I'm gonna take the entire guilt of the world on me. That's pretty amazing. And this is the way he says, it's just a gift. It is finished. You can't add anything to it. It's only by grace. The third step to knowing for sure you're going to heaven is to respond to God's offer. Respond to God's offer. First, you recognize God's love. God so loved the world. 
Then you receive God's gift that he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus. Then you respond to God's offer. To know that God's made an offer to you, it's an incredible proposal. He says this, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. That's a pretty incredible offer. Now, did you know that there are over 7,000 promises in the Bible from God to you? They're like blank checks waiting for you to cash. And over and over in scripture, God says, if you'll do this, I'll do this. With every promise, there's a premise. And God says, there are promises about your finances. God says, I'll bless your finances. If you'll do this, I'll do this. There are promises about your relationships, your marriage, your kids. God says, if you do this, I'll do this. There are promises about your health. God says, if you'll do this, I'll do this. And with every promise, there's a premise. Now, the promise of heaven is whosoever believes on him should not perish. Now, I want you to notice who this offer is to. There on your outline, the Bible says, the free gift of eternal salvation is offered to who? Everyone, everyone. That means you and me and everybody. Look at the next verse. One's nationality or race or education or social position is unimportant. Such things mean nothing. Whether a person has Christ is what matters and he is equally available to all. Jesus Christ is an equal opportunity savior. It's amazing grace for every race. And God says, I don't really care what your ethnic background is. Doesn't really matter what your economic background is. Shoot, it doesn't even matter what your religious background is. I say that you can be Muslim or Mormon or Jewish or Buddhist or Baptist, or, doesn't really matter. Jesus Christ still died for you. Let me give you a real important pointer about life. In life, it doesn't matter so much what you've been. What you've been does not matter as much as what you're becoming. That's what matters in life. Not what you've been, but what you're becoming. I've been a lot of things in life. Some things I'm proud of, some things I'm not proud of at all. Doesn't matter what I've been, my past is past. What matters is what I'm becoming right now. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. If you've missed any part of today's teaching, you can listen online anytime at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Pastor Rick has put together a special resource called Daily Inspiration for the Purpose Driven Life to help you reflect on the key Bible verses found in his best-selling book, The Purpose Driven Life. As you dive deeper into these verses, you'll experience the transforming power of God's Word. This beautiful hardcover gift book features gold detailing on the cover and has 311 pages filled with scripture and also includes reflection pages so you can record the life-changing truths God reveals to you. This book is a wonderful spiritual growth tool and it makes a perfect gift for your family and friends. When you give a gift to help Daily Hope share the gospel with people around the world, we'll send you a copy of Daily Inspiration for the Purpose Driven Life to say thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to get your copy today. That's PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And if you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. 
That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word daily to 800-600-5004. Thanks so very much. Today is the last day to sign up to be a partner in hope and receive a special welcome gift. So don't wait. Once again, here's Rick. Now notice, how do I accept God's offer of eternal life in heaven? Well, look what it says, next verse. God says he will accept us and acquit us. In other words, declare us not guilty. In other words, for all the things I've done wrong. If, and here's the key, we trust Jesus Christ. You might circle that. If we trust Jesus Christ to take away our sins. And we can all be saved in this same way. I love this part. By coming to Christ, no matter who we are or what we've been like. Aren't you glad for that last part? In other words, no matter who we are or what we've been like. Friends, there's only one way you're going to get into heaven. It says right there, by trusting Jesus Christ. Trusting. Now, what does it mean to trust Jesus Christ? Well, it means more than just know about it. It means to trust him. The word there in Greek, the Bible is written in Greek, is the word pistevo. It means to trust in, to cling to, to rely on, to adhere to. It means to commit yourself to. And I begin to trust God in every area of my life. I begin to trust him with my finances. And I begin to trust him with my relationships. And I begin to trust God with my future and my dreams and my ambitions. And I trust God with my talent. And I begin to trust God with my problems. And I learn to trust him in every area. That's what it means to really believe. Not just a head knowledge. The Bible says, whosoever believes in him shall not perish. A lot of people know about God, they just don't know God. In other words, I believe in Hitler. I believe he existed, but I'm not a Nazi. I believe in Stalin and Khrushchev and Marx, but I'm not a communist. I believe in Bin Laden, but I'm not a member of Al-Qaeda. But I believe in Jesus, and that's different, because I trust him. Why? Because I know him. You don't trust somebody you don't know. So you got to get to know him. It, it, you know, it's the difference between your head and your heart. You know, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of famous people. For instance, um, I know Bill Gates. Okay, the world's wealthiest man. I know Bill Gates. Uh, we've been at parties together. Uh, we've been, uh, we've spoken on the same program together. I've sat on a couch and explained the peace plan to him. I know Bill Gates, but I don't really know him. It's not like he's a close personal friend where, you know, I know what makes him tick. I'm not on his inner circle. I don't know him enough to trust him. That's why I have an apple. Just kidding, just kidding. Actually, I'm a PC guy. But, you know, you don't trust somebody you don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's not like, not like the way I, I know my wife. Now, there, I know that woman. I know her inside and out. I've been married to her for 30 years. I know what she's thinking before she thinks it. In fact, I put words in her mouth. She didn't like it, but I, you know, I put it in her mouth. And so, because I love my wife and I really do know her, not just know about her, I know what makes her tick. In fact, I know what makes her ticked. <laughs> and and there's a, that's, you know, I really know her. That's what it means to know God. I know God just like I, I'm talking to you. I talk to him all the time, just like this. And you can too. It's not just for pastors. Anybody can talk to God that way. It's knowing him personally. Having a relationship, that's what it means to trust God. See, a lot of people are gonna miss heaven by 18 inches. They got it here in their head, but not here in their heart. You can go to church your entire life and still miss heaven. 
because you know about God. You may have a religion, but you don't have a relationship. God says, no, I want you to learn to trust me. Whoever trusts in me. Look at the next verse. This is a very important verse. Got some heavy-duty theology terms in it, but I'll explain them. It says, we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Now circle the word justified and the word redemption because those are the two things you gotta have in order to get into heaven. So let me explain them. What does it mean to be justified? The Bible says Jesus Christ, when he died for you, justified you. What does that mean? Well, justified means just as if I'd never sinned. That's what it means. Justification, justified means just as if I'd never sinned. It's more than forgiveness. It means it's forgotten, it's wiped out, it's like it didn't even happen. Let me give you an example. Let's say while we're in here in church, um, some kids go out and they take tire irons and they beat up my car. They just tear it to smithereens. And security catches them and brings them in here. And I say, now you know you guys, God's forgiven me a whole lot and so I need to forgive other people. So I'm gonna forgive you for what you've done for me. I'm gonna forgive you for what you've done. And then I say to you guys, you guys, I want you all to forgive them too. And you say, okay, we forgive them. Now they would be forgiven, but they'd still feel bad because then everybody knows. Everybody knows what I've done. And a lot of people feel like that. They go, yeah, I know God's forgiven me, but I still feel bad about it because everybody knows about it. What they need is to be justified. If I were to have some pixie dust or fairy dust and I sprinkled it over you or I waved a magic wand and all of a sudden, that incident was totally erased from your memory, then it would be justified, just as if I'd never sinned. Remember the movie Men in Black, they'd hold up that little thing, and, go bzz, and you know, the guys would forget everything that they, they knew. Those guys were justified by Will Smith right there, okay? Justified by Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones, okay? Uh, that's what it means, just as if I'd never sinned. You don't even remember it. Then it says, through the redemption of Christ Jesus, came by Christ. What does it mean to be redeemed? What does the word redemption mean? That's an old slave trading term. And the word redemption means to buy somebody's freedom. You purchase somebody's freedom. Let's say you're a slave. This is years ago and you're standing on a block and you're gonna be auctioned off as a slave. And I raise my hand and I say, I will pay $100,000 for you. And so I buy you, say, okay, sold to Mr. Warren. And you come off that auction block expecting to have to be my slave. And I say, okay, you're free to go. So what? Yeah, you're free to go. But you just bought me. Yeah, but I paid to set you free. You're kidding. No, I paid to set you free. That's called being redeemed. I am your redeemer. I have paid to set you free. And the Bible says that's what Jesus Christ did for you. You said, well, I'm not a slave to anything. Oh, yeah, you are. You're slave to far more things than you realize. A lot of you are slave to the fear of death. You're scared to death to die. You don't even want to talk about it. A lot of you are slave to your past. You're stuck in the past. You can't let go of that regret, that shame, that guilt. You're a slave to guilt. A lot of you are slave to people who've hurt you and you can't let go of that hurt and you're bitter and you're angry and you hold on to it and you're resentful and you're a slave to somebody else who hurt you. You may be a slave to the expectations of other people and you have to act a certain way because that's what cool is. And, and you have to do it the way they do it at work or they do it at school, or the way they do it in your neighborhood. You may be a slave to the approval of your parents and maybe they've even died years ago and you're still trying to prove that they were wrong. You can be a slave to worry. 
You can be a slave to fear. You can be a slave to loneliness. You can be a slave to depression, to boredom, to bitterness, to guilt. Oh, you're a slave to a lot of things that you don't realize you are. You're a slave to habits you can't change. You think, I don't like this about me. I wish I could change, but I can't because you're a slave to it. And you've tried to change, but you can't. And, and, and you say, I want it. I don't like this about me. I don't change. You're a slave. Jesus said, I came to set you free. In fact, he said this, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And then he said, I am the truth. He came to set you free. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you've missed any part of this message, or if you'd like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com, where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. Friends, we believe that God wants everybody to be saved. And in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible says God doesn't want anyone to be lost. That means you'll never meet a single person in your life who God doesn't love and who God doesn't want to be saved. Now, if God wants every person saved, then we should too. And that's why I started Daily Hope. You know, there are literally billions of people who've never heard the name of Jesus. And we can only reach them if we work together. And that's why I'm asking for your help. Would you be my partner in helping getting God's word out to the world, to the people who have no Bible, no believers, and no body of Christ? You know, there's nothing more important that we can do together than to help other people see God as he really is and to help them understand the depth of God's love and grace for them. It's your faithful support to this broadcast, Daily Hope, that helps us tell more and more people about the transforming power of Jesus Christ. Friends, if you'll make a monthly investment as a partner in hope, together we can broadcast this life-transforming message of the gospel through radio and through podcasts and online literally around the world. We need your support. If you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. Go to PastorRick.com or just text the word daily to 800-600-5004 to become a partner in hope. That's PastorRick.com or the word daily to 800-600-5004. Today is the last day to sign up to be a partner in hope and receive a special welcome gift. So don't wait. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.